The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So grateful and happy to be here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call today if you have a question about your dreams, especially if they feature something that blings and ka-chings like a like gold, diamond, pearl, opal, what have you. That's we're gonna be talking about that. I always like to say that I've been saying this for a while before I met um, the guest that we're going to have, Jane Carlton. I've been, I always said that dreams are like a diamond because they are multifaceted. And depending on where you're sitting, when you hear the dream, there's going to be different things that will sparkle and get your attention. And dreams are exponentially valuable. And dreams are kind of like you. You're exponentially valuable. You've got many, many facets, <clears throat> some of which are polished, some of which are yet to be polished, but I hope, hopefully we'll get a whole bunch of your facets polished in this time that we have today. I'm so excited. So let's just start off with a little teeny drop into um, a prayer just so we can get centered so we can get the most out of our, our guest today. Okay. So turn within with me, take a deep breath. Let's just let everything go. If you're listening in real time, we're just tiptoeing into the holidays. So there's a lot swirling during this very bizarre year that we've had and coming through Thanksgiving and some people may be, we may be feeling like we're in the tumbler of sorts. And I think from a gem perspective, that just helps us to smooth things out. I think Jane, Jane Carlton will agree with me. All the rough things going on are helping us to become brighter and smoother. So with every breath, we're letting go of the debris. We're letting go of the rough edges that don't serve us. We're letting go because anything that is stress or anxiety inducing isn't who we truly are. It's based on either the past or the future. It's not present tense. When we came into this world, we didn't have that stress with us. So the true diamond of who we are is just simply sparkling. We know that we're being our authentic self when we're shining, when we're sparkling, when we're not feeling any of that angst. So let it all go. And because nature abhors a vacuum, let's breathe in our connection to the sunlight of the spirit. Let's just let ourselves fill all the way up. Let's let every part of us, even the parts that have been holding on to the rough stuff, let's let the light penetrate in. Let's just allow it all the way in so that we can illumine all aspects of ourselves. Let's just let this be a moment where we wake up to the gem that we are, to the gem that our dreams are, even the rough dreams, even the funky dreams. Today on the show, the show is for you and your dreams, whether they be funky or chunky or 
monkey, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they are, we're going to we're going to turn them into a diamond. So, the number is 816-251-3555. Welcome to the show. Nancy T, are you with me? I sure am. Yay, hallelujah. Sometimes I'm like, am I talking into a void? Am I all alone? Oh, yay. At least I at least you're with me. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. You are never alone. I'm always with you oh, somehow in the fairy form or for real. <laughs> exactly. I'll take somehow. it either way I can. Okay, so what awakened dreamer oracle card did you pick for today? It's called Attune to Dream Life FM. Imagine the way you'll feel once your greatest dreams are realized. Now amplify that feeling. Expand it out through your eyes and heart. Program this vibration the way you would a car radio dial. So Dream Life FM is <laughs> always at your fingertips, singing through the airwaves, elevating you to a higher and higher frequency. <gasps> Sounds good to me. Thank you, Nancy. I was expecting you to break into song there for a moment. And <laughs> I you thought I might, you're getting I'm you're getting fair everybody. with that. You didn't used to, but I know, and now <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> now we can't stop you. <laughs> We've created a monster. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So without further ado, let us let us talk to Jane Carlton. Let me just tell you a little bit about who this amazing woman is. I like to call her Jane of the Dream Jungle. Our mutual friend Walter Berry calls her the Dream Appraiser. She is a dream teacher and intuitive advisor holding two graduate degrees in the fields of dream studies and consciousness and transformation studies. She's taught graduate courses on dreams at the California Institute of Integral Studies. She is also a graduate of the Robert Moss School of Active Dreaming, and she's worked with Robert Moss since 2004. And by working with him, she she does all kinds of really cool retreats and workshops and um. And so she works with him like pretty profoundly. It's amazing. <clears throat> She's actually Robert Moss is how I met Jane. So shout out to the amazing Robert Moss. Jane is a professional gemologist, jewelry appraiser with over 36 years of experience in the fine jewelry industry. And she has a special interest in the appearance of gems in dreams. So if you've been dreaming or if you've ever had a dream that features anything that's sparkly or blingy, today's the day to bring it to the show. And again, the number to call is 816-251-3555. All right, Jane Carlton, welcome to the show. Ta-da. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Hi. Oh my goodness, it's great so to great to have you. So great to have you. Okay, so just tell us how, like, in general, when a when a gem or something precious that blings shows up in a dream, what do you do with that? What do you make of it? What are your thoughts? Well, you know. Um, as you were, as you said so beautifully, dreams are multifaceted, and mm. so are gems. And um, so I'm always, I'm always interested in the in dreams that have gems, crystals, uh, talismans, items of jewelry. Uh, for me, you know, it is, it is the world that I work in too. Um, but what I find really interesting about gems is that. Uh, when I work as a gemologist, I'm looking at a stone through the microscope. There's an inner world within that mm. stone 
of the, the the features of that stone, the inclusions, the the way that the stone formed, the the I get a lot of information from looking at that inner world, which is actually quite magical. Sometimes you'll see little baby diamond crystals inside a diamond and all kinds of really cool things. And so it's like entering another universe in a way. And so there's this magic thing about that for me. And then uh, when I have, when I look at a dream, I, I do something similar. I'm looking into the different layers and the different places in the dream. And I like to find those places that have that, that little sparkle, that little magic or has, have clues as to how I can bring more energy and sparkle and magic into my waking life. So mm. to me, the emblem of the, the jewel in the dream is I, uh, it's just, it's always something interesting. And when we look at the color of the gem and we look at the context of the gem in the dream or the piece of jewelry, um, it can bring through a lot of interesting information and, and inspiration. Mm, I love it. Well, we have a lot of callers already, and I know you've got some amazing stories. So um, do you mind if we take some callers and then kind of intersperse them with some of the amazing stories you have? Let's do it. Yay. Okay, let's do this. All right. Susie from Los Angeles. Welcome to the Hello. Ask Dr. Dream Show. Susie. Hi. Is that you? It Hi. Is. It is. Hi. Hi. Tis Yay. you. Oh, my heavens. Okay, so let's jump right into it. I know you've got a whopper of a a sparkly dream, so let's hear it. So here we go. It's quite a short dream, but potent. Um, I walked into my living room in the dream, and my living room in the dream was exactly the same as my living room in waking life, except that the carpet was covered with flies. (laughs) And I said, ew. And the next thing, the next flash of this dream was I was looking through an absolutely ornate and ancient micros, or excuse me, a magnifying glass that I have one that's similar to it, but this is, was just three times more beautiful. And the magnification was huge. And I was looking at the flies through this magnifying glass and they were made entirely of jewels. Whoa. And you know how, when you see a marcasite ring or, um, you know, it's very intricate, like a Fabergé egg, but it's all jewels. And that was the end of the dream. Whoa. How did you, how did you feel? Let's do a little jet set formula just to hear it's like from you, get as much information from you. So Jane, this is my latest, um, like way of kind of diving into a dream. So just the facts, ma'am is the J E is for the emotion. T is for the title. S is for like the main symbols of curiosity that stand out. And then the second E is for how is this, edifying you that you think and then t is how do you how will you take it to the streets so let's and Susie knows all about this so Susie, let it rip let's jet set okay. <laughs> let's go on a ride so which first? let's fly which so to speak Ooh. Okay. okay tell me which for which to say first which so do so the want? emotion let's do your emotion My, when i woke during the dream or when i woke up both 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 
During the dream, the first emotion was disgust. Ew, ew. <laughs> the second emotion was, oh, breathtaking. It was just glorious. So I guess awe. It was just gorgeous. <sighs> and when I woke up, I was actually annoyed. <clears throat> um because I went, oh, I get it. Everything terrible and annoying and gross in life that happens is just full of jewels and gifts and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, that's so funny. Okay, well, we're done. Bye. Next. <laughs> okay, so um, let's go to, what's your title? Oh, so that's how it is. Oh, so that's how it is. Okay, great. And oh my goodness. And of course, I think we already <clears throat> we already know the symbols that stand out. It's the it would be the flies that are also intricate jewels. Yeah. Yeah, and and I oh go ahead. Sorry. Don't no, go. No, 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 no. You well, go. Well, I I thought the annoyance as well was was key because flies are annoying. Oh. Um, and, yeah. And uh, so I thought everything that's annoying, and that's why I was sort of I was like, ah, okay, everything that's annoying. But but also that it was my living room exactly the way it is in real life. So uh, it was yeah. Okay, mm. this is life as it is. This mm. is. Uh, uh, but it's also exactly as it is to to look at these flies and to see. Really, what's going on is, is um, you know, this amazing uh, intricacy of jewels. And it wasn't like the flies were, like the jewels were stuck onto the flies. They were literally making up the flies. I, each one of them were just, it just the most incredibly intricate, flashing, colorful, gorgeous. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so we already, do you have a sense of how this dream's trying to edify you? I mean, you kind of said it. Yeah, I think um, it's really... I think it's really that in many ways, but you know, I want I, I would love to toss it to you experts because you, you probably have a lot more depth to 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 my sort of quick let's, you know. Well let's see let's see what Jane Carlton is buzzing with. No pun intended. Uh uh uh. Uh uh. Oh hi Susie. What a wonderful hi, Jane. That is. <laughs> I felt it's it. Good. I I could yes. No, no, go. Please go. Oh, okay. Yeah, I as you were telling it so perfectly, I, I felt myself stepping right into your dream. Um, mm. You know, if it were my dream, a couple of things stand out for me. And what, one of the th- things is that my living room, my carpet, my social area in my house is covered in flies. And so the thought popped into my head, what, what things can help me to fly in my life? Uh, so kind of a pun on, on the word <clears throat> fly, even though we don't uh-huh. really like flies, but that right. word uh, really popped out for me. Um, uh-huh. I also thought about amber. You know, I have in my office, I have a little piece of amber, and it has a little, in the microscope, you can see a little wasp in there. So, um, um. you know, uh, just just my association with gems and things, you know. And so that led me to age and things that are old and things that are perhaps, um, you know, it, what is it that I wonder if the, if my carpet has some old things that I'm ready to, to let move on and fly away 
And of mm-hmm. course, you know, our cultural thing that's going on, you know, that we've all been living with um, is one of those things. But right. um, but I like the fact that it transforms into the jewels. And I know that it was quite the fashion for a very long time for women to wear bee pins that are made out oh, of Oh, I remember that. Have you? Yeah, yes. right? Bugs. I remember yes. telling Bugs some in the 80s. Jewels. Um, <laughs> Bugs, even jewel further Bugs. back, yeah. And I think I've seen even a fly that's been made into a pin, you know, a pin that's, that's in the form of a fly that's bejeweled. Um, the other thing I was thinking about is if, I, if we were to look at the eyes of a fly, they see the world in a different way than we do. And I seem to remember seeing some kind of an electron microscope image of a fly's eyes, which were quite iridescent and ge- yes. gem-like also. Yes. Oh, so yeah. for me... Yeah, so we've got and, you know, and what, many, many, what, many facets. And many, many facets. Yep, yep, yep. So that's what that's what yeah. I was Oh. Mm. Nancy, do you wanna weigh in? I know you love crystals and gems and all this. Are you are you grossed out because of the fly aspect? Or are you able to <laughs> still bring your sparkliness to No, you know what, what, what you got? I'm never grossed out. <laughs> no, Susie's amazing. I'm never I've never grossed out with Susie. Um, I, you know, when I when I heard it, I was struck by the fact that this was exactly like your house. So I I lean towards what you're saying. You know, this is like life and everything. But when you when you say that, when you magnify it and you have something ancient, it feels to me like that's saying there's something organic. There's something inside you that's something already a part of you that can turn anything into a gem. Not just you know life uh-huh. like how you said it, but more like you you can find the grossest thing and make it so beautiful and I know that you write poetry and that you sing and it so it feels to me connected to your creativity you know that how mm-hmm. you can put out in the world and everybody wants to watch you and and finds you beautiful that way it just felt connected oh. that way if it were my dream wow Great. wow so I think Wow, my my volume. Am I super loud? I don't know. I just can't get my volume. Oh, you're today. grand. Okay. <laughs> all I want to all I want to add here is, I mean, my my first hunch is like everything that you said, Susie, and and I'll ditto everything that Jane and Nancy said. Um, to me, I mean, I I happen to know you a little bit, and I know how bejeweled you are. Like you're, you know, where everyone's talented, everyone's creative, but you're like one of the most talented people I've ever met. You are ridiculous. Like there's talent, like in your teeniest little pinky that just sparks. Like you, you sing, you you act, you write poetry, you write books. Your book King Lillian is, I mean, it's like stupefying. It's ridiculous and it's like almost annoying how ridiculously (laughs) talented you are like what do you do with it all what do you do with all that it's almost like a what's that saying about a a something of like it's like a glut of there's so much and I know that it's kind of like it's part of your journey if if it were my dream let me do it and if it were my dream there's there's so much 
there's so much to do. It feels like this is the ultimate alchemy dream. And yes, it's annoying. All the funky things have beauty. If we look closely enough, which is what we do with dreams, it's the whole thing that Jane said, you know, starting off here. It's like if we looked at all of this under a big microscope, everything that is troubling, even I would even, oh God, I feel like I'm going to get shot if I say this, even COVID, like there's so many blessings in disguise. If we look at anything, Absolutely. Anything. I mean, and let's not, I'm not under underestimating the horror and the, and the pain and, and so much, but if we really look like, I mean, I've spent the year working on Dia de los Muertos, this Oracle deck that's about shining the brightest light on that, which we call death and destruction and decay. Mm, and beautiful. I mean, it is just nothing but gems and jewels, nothing but, and what a beautiful, what a beautiful insight to have as we go through life. It's almost like, I remember hearing Anthony Robbins say, somebody asked him in an interview, so what are you afraid of? And he said, nothing. And they were like, you aren't afraid. He's like, no, I'm not. Cause I know I've looked at everything that has terrified me. And when I really look at it, I see nothing but beauty. So I, it's possible to live fearlessly this dream feels so important. And the fact that it's on the ground, wow. it's not like it's on the wall, feels really grounding. It feels like it's important oh, yeah. to know that that it's it's there. It's like in everywhere you walk, like wherever you go, you can't outrun or can't outwalk the gems that are just beneath your feet. And, wow. and it's something that could be grounding. Yeah. And I think, didn't you, you had a, you shared a dream with me before about this beautiful green grass that was like emerald. I don't know. I'm kind of connecting. Yeah another dream too. Um, So if you can be willing to hold on after we get to a couple other callers, maybe we can have you share about the green, the green grass is now my dream. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How is all this landing on you so far, Susie? Uh, It's, it's, well, I love, love, love hearing all these different perspectives and it feeds so beautifully into, uh, into all of it. I think that, you know, it, the, the, the other element that might be, um, um, salient is that I was looking through this gorgeous magnifying glass yeah, and oh. that it was ancient and ornate itself and it was Ooh. hugely magnifying so yeah. I'm not sure Ooh. what that is exactly except maybe inner wisdom or mm. you know the soul's magnifying glass or something but somehow oh, yeah. that, 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 mm-hmm. pardon me I said your gorgeous perspective yeah, oh, beautiful. That's yeah. so beautiful, Nance. That's so beautiful. And that I think that what you're saying about Tony Robbins or what you're saying you know, about fear and fearlessness or, or gross and annoying situations or horrible situations, or I mean, that would be a nightmare to walk in and see flies all over your carpet. But the truth is that, that, that if, you, if you really, even if you can't see it, like if you don't have the magnifying glass, that it's a good thing to keep in heart. It's hard yeah. to keep in your mind when you're in the midst of that. And we've all been in the midst of our own horrors, I'm sure. When we're in the right. midst of that, it's really hard to see that and experience, oh, it's so beautiful. But to right. know it, to just absolutely know it, is that's what you guys uh, helped me see, to sort of elevate it to something bigger Ooh. so it's sitting well thank you okay great so <laughs> so um when we come back to you i'd love to know how you plan to take it to the streets how you what you plan to oh, do okay. with this dream yeah, so right. so percolate on that as we fly on to the next caller jane are you okay 
Jane, do you actually, let's hear one of your stories, because I know you've got many. Let's hear a little from you. And we'll take some callers on the other side of the break. Well, here's a here's a happy little story. Um, it's a little bit of a predictive dream that I had a couple of years ago. I have this beautiful little golden Buddha sitting right here in front of me. And I had had a dream where I was at a gem trade show, which I go to every year. And on the periphery of this trade show was where the seers were, where the readers were, the psychics were. And there was a woman who had long, dark hair, kind of looked like me. And she's got a purple blanket. And on top of that, she's sitting on the floor and she's got all these magical things on her blanket. And I go up to her and I say, you know, I think it's time for me to have a reading. And she says, I'll be very happy to help you with that. But first, you must bring me a sacred jewelry object. And I wake up from the dream and I'm really, I love this. I was like, oh, this is something nice and juicy. And I go into work in the morning, and my first client that day brought several items that she wanted to sell. And uh, one was an old Rolex watch. One was an old Victorian Russian uh, 14-karat enamel medal of honor. And the third item was this gold Buddha. And it's it's just this little 24-karat gold little Buddha and um, I ended up buying the Buddha from her, and um, and I have it. I have it. I have it on mm. my altar next to a little thankful sign that I have. And this little object always brings me hope. And it's one of those little Chinese Buddhas with the with the belly that you rub for good luck, you know. Mm. Um, and so it's a great. Um, object talisman the the dream said that she wanted me to bring a sacred jewelry object and it came in the next day right first thing in the morning and um and i have it here to always remind me of that of the same thing i think that susie's talking about that ability mm. to turn the things that are less um desirable into the gold the real alchemy of life um so yeah, so that's a Ooh, story. I love that story. I love that little golden boot, and I've got all these little golden things all around. But I was just thinking about what, what you just said about Susie's dream, and I thought, oh, my gosh, it's not like alchemy. I normally think of it as turning something funky into something beautiful. But in Susie's dream, it's like, no, if we look <clears throat> deeply enough at it, we see that it is already beautiful. It's our perception that changes. It's not the thing itself. So, ooh, I'm getting... I'm getting goosies. I love this. And yeah. Jane Carlton, her your website is yourdreamingself.com. Is that correct? Yourdreamingself.com? Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh-huh. everyone check. We're going to be right back on the other side of this short break to talk about more of your dreams about gems and jewels and things that go bling in the night. We want to hear all about them. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with Jane Carlton, the dream appraiser. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and having just a sparkly, magical time with Jane Carlton, the dream appraiser, and we're giving a shout out to Robert Moss and a shout out to Walter Berry, who coined that name. And before we get into your dreams, call us, by the way, if you have a dream. Don't be shy. We've got actually some, got quite a lot of callers on the line already. We're going to get to as many of you as we possibly can. Um, the number is 816-251-3555. And I'm just going to tell you a couple of things that are coming up really quick. Save the date, December 8th. This is going to be the official launch for the Awakened Dreamer Oracle Cards. So every time I have a new thing, a new book, a new Oracle deck that comes out, I like to do something that's kind of like da-da-da-da-da-da, hey! So I'm going to be giving away all kinds of special blingy goodies and extra um, classes, a couple hundred dollars worth of gifts when you buy the Awakened Dreamer Oracle cards on December 8th and then come back to my web page, the, my homepage, which is, the, I have a whole new website, by the way. If you haven't been to my website, check it out. Uh, my friend Sharon Pastore just created it from Empowered Marketing. And thank you so much, Sharon. Also, I've got a bunch of things. I'm extending the Black Friday special for Wild Women Wednesdays coming up in the new year. Also, we've got dream festing workshop. It's going to be like a way to be able to get your dreams and your goals together for the new year so you can let your dreams do the heavy lifting so that you can just eat bonbons and stare at, at sparkly things and you don't have to work so darn hard over the next year. And then also... The Magic Zone, Aspen Mattis and I, she's New York Times bestselling author of Girl in the Woods and Your Blue is Not My Blue. We're bringing in a host of of spectacular creative geniuses like um, we've got, oh my God, Mike Posner. He's an amazing musical artist and we've got Rasuli and um, the founder of BB Clothes, just like amazing creative people that are going to be mentors that are in, in this creative class. And that's the magic zone. And you can find out all about that at my website, kellysullivanwalden.com. Click on the upper right banner that says extended Black Friday special. Boom. Done. Okay. And Nancy T. Oh my God. Nancy T. has a brand new website. We have to do it's nancytelzero.com. Nancy, give them a little people let them know what you've got available just give um, them a little minute sizzle just just a real quick sizzle it is um if you go to my website i'm an actor and i'm also an energy healer so you can go on either page and you can book a session with me and i offer all sorts of stuff between emotion code body code uh chakra balancing reiki you name it and i'd love to see you and connect with you we'll do it virtual of course <laughs> there. Nancy Telzero is T E L Z S and Zebra E R O W. There Yay. you go. Oh, my heavens. Okay. And Susie Plaxon, who we were just talking to about her flies on the floor dream that went <laughs> under a high power microscope turned into the most gorgeous jewels. Susie also happens to be an amazing artist besides being a singer and all these things. you got to go check out her art at suzyplaxon.com, S-U-Z-I-E-P-L-A-K-S-O-N.com. Her statues, her jewelry, ah, it blings. It's so, 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 so gorgeous. Okay, let's take a quick call. Let's see. Kim from Cleveland, Ohio, welcome to the show. Are you there? 
I am. Good afternoon. How's everybody doing? Hi. Good. Oh, great. So great <laughs> to hear your voice, Kim. And um, so let, so go ahead and let's just dive right in. What's your what's your dream? Okay. So first of all, I've worked with Nancy T before, and um, she's amazing. So hit she's her up amazing. for yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I did owe that. I second that emotion. That yep. Oh. So I second that emotion code. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I generally have dreams that and have two aspects. Um, let me just get into it. So I, I'm on vacation or I am away for work or something like that. Okay. And in this case, I was at this, like, it was like a party, like a big house party, but we were all sleeping over. And for some reason I knew I shouldn't be there. Probably I have COVID in my, in my subconscious, but whatever. Um, and for some reason, I, and I keep having these dreams, um, mm. wherever I'm at, okay, I have two old suitcases <laughs> and mm. I can never fit mm. everything that I came with back mm. into my suitcases, okay? And I'm frantically packing. And whether I have this dream and it's at, in this particular thing or I'm in a hotel and I can't get everything back in the suitcases um, and sometimes... I'm packing for my kids when they were little and, and I can't get everything uh, packed and then I can't make my flight. Um, and the other aspect that was in the same dream um, that presented to me is once I got where I needed to be, I couldn't find my car. And <laughs> dude, where's oh, my wow. car? Literally. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> so I realized there's nothing sparkly about this, but it Oh, that's what you think. But, uh, okay, sure, that's very true. That's why I'm calling you. So, but I I have to say that I've never had a dream where the two things coincided, the, the packing thing and the not being able to find my car. It was crazy, and I woke up and I was exhausted. <laughs> so. Oh, my heavens. Okay, Jane, you're our guest. I'm going to let you do, um, you can take a, your first stab at this while I get my wild dog out of the way. Okay. Hi, Kim. Nice to talk to Hi. you. Thank you for sharing your dream. So um, what's a dream title that this would have? Probably, Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> um, I, 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 uh-huh. I, I probably like madness. You know, the madness, madness. of me because I can't complete these tasks. I mean, I've had other dreams where I'm trying to dial a phone, you know, or one of the mm. rotary phones, and I can never complete the number. I keep starting over and I can't. So there's a theme here. <laughs> um, but mm -hmm. I, I guess yeah, I just wanted expert, yeah. expert opinion. So why don't I just dive right into a dive right in. dream? Okay, so, um, well, you know, one of the, it, there, not only is this a personal dream, but it seems like also a culture dream. Um, at this time, we're all frustrated we, with the COVID restrictions. We can't fly, can't travel where we want to go, you know, can't figure out very easily how to maneuver, you know, this, this new world, or, or we can, but it, it, it's challenging and frustrating at times. 
So I, I do feel there's a cultural layer to this if it were my dream. Uh, but I also, because it's a repetitive dream, um, you know, I would look at what in my life or what what is some small step in my life that um, I can take that will help ease some of this uh, level of frustration that shows up in the dream. So is there a clue in the dream? And and what I hmm. see is there's a big party there's a vacation or or a work trip, but there's there's a going away from my everyday life. And even though there's all this other frustration going on, um, there is something here for me, and it has something to do with connecting with others. And that would be the gift of the dream, I think, for me. Mm. Ooh. Um. I'm going to, I just, I feel like I just have to blurt right in. Nancy, unless you want to go, I'm trying to be, no, go trying for to be it. a go good host. But, so Kim, I had a dream not that long ago where I was talking with somebody about their dream, about not being able to fit all this stuff that they're trying to pack into their bag. And I, and I was like, <laughs> in my dream about this conversation, I was saying, FOMO, no mo. So like, so in other words, if it were my dream, because it is my dream, I'm, I have been, I've always been told since I was little, Kelly, you're always trying to pack in a hundred pounds of blah, blah, blah into a 10 pound bag. It's like trying to pack it in, trying to pack it in, trying to pack it in and can't fit everything. So there's something in the, at least if it, if it's my dream, like that, that would make me late, that would make it hard for me to catch my flight, yeah. make it hard for me to find my stuff because I'm trying to pack in too much stuff. So I'm always, Nancy T and I always talk about every time I come back from Teotihuacan, Mexico, and I have like my spiritual cleansing, I always feel like I've gotten rid of my FOMO. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be and I don't have to add more to me. And especially I think there's something metaphoric, if it's my dream because it is, about luggage and baggage being reflective of maybe old things that I used to think I needed to carry with me in order to be enough, to have enough just in case. And so there's something to me that this dream is about, no, 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 be light. And then you can catch your flight, find your car, like all of, like it all stems back from, from love, not thinking, which is, not being enough. Which What's is that? What, or find love, which is. Or find love. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so. And what, ooh, and what I've been chasing. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So connect these dots and this will, this will bring it to the, the take it to the street. So, so how are you connecting the dots with finding love? Like old. So do that. Well, obviously the baggage I think presents itself and, uh, and it bubbles up on me, you know, mm -hmm. it does. But mm -hmm. the, the concern that I am too late at this point in my life, um, <gasps> and that I'm never going to connect to it. Um, oh. And that sometimes I work overtime, you know, apps and things and it just, mm. you know, doesn't connect. And, and I know I have to change my way of thinking, but my subconscious always, always gets me in my dreams. <laughs> or I think oh, there's, I in, have in, to from, go, go Nancy, go, go do <laughs> okay, it, do so it. You know me, I have to speak and here's my moment. Um, okay, honey. So. I kept thinking, you know, why you keep having this dream, why it keeps happening. And if this were my dream, it keeps happening. And in every time you can't fit it in the suitcase and every time you're, you're late and every time, because that is exactly what is meant to happen. 
those things that you leave behind, whether it's the the really good times that you let someone attach to because they love you so much and they can't wait to bring you back, or whether it's that, oh, you know, there's a little bit of perfume and so you can think of me every time you smell it. That's perfect. Maybe there's nothing wrong with this dream. Maybe you not, you know, these are old suitcases and it's an old way of thinking. It's, there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you leaving a little bit behind because that that's the gift. That's the gem that you offer to everybody. Oh, nice. And that's I'm going to throw in my little oh, piece here because I've had some. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's a good sign. When I have recurring dreams, first I get annoyed, kind of like how Susie was annoyed and like, ew, about having all the flies all over the, the floor. It's like, oh, this isn't good. Like, why am I having this again? Aren't I healed? Aren't I past this? Like, is this just a reminder right. that I, that I'm still wounded? But no, I feel like it's, if we really shine that high power microscope on the dream, we find that we are making progress. And these, the recurring dreams are so, are such gems because there really are personal litmus test on how we're doing. And if we've got, if we're, if we're still moving through this thing and it's like our, in a way, Carolyn Mays talks about our sacred wounds and the ones, the sacred wound is the one that doesn't seem to heal so quickly and it's ours and it's it's ours to heal and it's ours to turn into not just one diamond, but like a whole living room carpet full of diamonds. So tons of them. There's tons of, of blessings that are coming from this and there's more light to be shined on it. So mm, I I love I love this dream. So I would just ask you really quickly, <laughs> and you don't have to answer this in real time. Maybe you can send it in a follow-up email at Kelly at KellySullivanWalden.com. But if you were back in the dream and you were suddenly lucid because sometimes our recurring dreams are the perfect dreams to become lucid in because we recognize, mm-hmm. oh, this is my theme. Here I am again, trying to pack it all in, afraid to like in these old bags that I really, I could just let them go. Like, okay, let me wake up here in my dream. So if you did wake up in your dream, what would you do differently? That's my question. And if you've got a quick answer, we'll take it. Otherwise, email me later and we'll continue this conversation. I just say, and, and I know you're um, up against the here. So I will say that it, I had that aha moment, which is probably why I got emotional, that there are mm. things that I do need to let go. And I recognize ah. that when I am lucid, <laughs> but you know, you have dreams of, of, at any rate, I think that's where, where the gift is, is being able to say enough of that, move forward and move forward you know, without that baggage and find what it is you're meant to find. Oh, I want to just add something because Susie's dream has just got me like hooked. I would even say when it comes to letting go of something, to me, I find it hard sometimes to just like, how do you let go? How do you let go? And one way to me, one way that I have found to let go is when there's something that just seems to have a grip on me. If I look at it with a high a high vibe enough microscope, if I really look at it, there's some gems that are in there that I actually want to take with me. It's like, it's just a matter of my perception. So if I'm looking at a past relationship that really hurt me, for example, which I have those, I can look at what do I, what is it that I need to learn from this that I want to take with me? And that's the alchemy, looking at it with a different lens and then let go of the rest of it, let go of the form, let go of the who, let go of that. But maybe the reason it hangs on let go of the fear Mm -hmm. is that what you're saying 
Yes, yes, like the fear, yeah. And I would even say look at the fear under a microscope and notice that the fear, when looked at deeply enough, is really just... I care about you. I'm part of your survival mechanism. You're worth preserving. I want to keep you on this planet. Let's just upgrade the fear so it's awareness. It doesn't have to be the kind of fear that pushes love away. It can be actually a really helpful guide at being grounded, being being aware, not being foolhardy, stepping into love and opening your heart, like stepping into love, opening your heart and having a higher awareness. So I think we can take the lesser energies of fear and under that microscope, we can see that underneath it, it's really just, I love you and I want to preserve you and let's just bring some awareness. So I'm waxing on here, but um, that's that's part Thank of what I'm getting. Thank you all, ladies. I really Yay. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Oh, my gosh. I, I want to hear more from you. So thank you for sharing this stream. <laughs> okay. okay. So let's take... Let's take Denise. Denise always is able to just do boom, boom, get right to her dream. So let's hear it. Denise, what you got? Okay. You know I can talk fast and where time is of the essence. Um, <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> I'm just hyped up anyway. Anyway, awesome. I had a dream, and I'm going to do one of hers because your guess is outstanding, so I'm going to go down that road. Uh, it's not Great. really a gym, but it's a gym to me. Anyway, I had a okay. dream. was getting married. Well, I had a mm. wedding dress on, beautiful ball gown, and it had um, embellishments. So that's like Jim. So that's why I'm doing this one. Um, and anyway, and, and I have a girlfriend or a friend in the dream. But, you know, it's backstage. You know, you haven't come out yet. So she's back mm-hmm. here looking at me and, you know, pulling strings and making sure everything's right. Then she said, look in the mirror. And I did. And I said, oh, I love the veil, da, 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 da. But then... All of a sudden, I said to her, I need to tell you something. And, and, she's, like, and she's still pulling strings and, and, and fixing the hair. And I wanted to tell her that I didn't think he was the right one. But anyway, Ooh. every time I try to tell her, people would walk in there and, oh, you know, you get married. you look, And I never got a chance to tell her, but I never got married either. But what stood Ooh. out to me was a big, ball, white down and I'm mm. not even a bally girl. I'm more <laughs> let me show some legs, had a slit up the side, but I love that ball gown. So I think I got nice legs, you know, it's all in my mind, but I think I do. So I I'm sure you do. Dress. I wouldn't have wore that dress. I would have wore something more where more mm. cleavage is showing. But I was conservative and the dress was a ball gown. It was beautiful. It had embellishment on but I never got married. And I never got a chance to tell her that mm-hmm. I don't think he's the one. Because she was putting wow. this on me. I said, mm. oh, I'll tell you something. Oh, Denise, go. We, let, let's look in the mirror. You know, I didn't get a chance. And <sighs> I didn't marry him, though, whoever, whoever okay. he was. <laughs> wow. Okay, Jane, I'm going to hand this over to you, and and um, we'll see how far we get. And, Susie, we haven't forgotten about you and what your takeaway is going to be. So, so know that we're going to bring you back on at the end for that. Okay, Denise, I mean, take <laughs> I, it away, Jane. I didn't. Hey, hi. hi, Denise. It's nice hi. to hear your voice. Um, Likewise. Well, you know, I love the sparkly wedding dress. And, you know, uh, what's interesting to me is that in the dream, if it's my dream, I look in the mirror and I, and I love it. I, I love this. So there's something about this that I love. But there's also this wise part of me that knows that he's not the one and so I love it that the dream didn't end with me marrying somebody who's not the one mm-hmm. <laughs> well done <Yeah. laughs> but um, 
but I'm curious, I guess I'm curious about that, the symbol of the dress. And, and yeah, and even though it's not the style that you would normally wear, it kind of harkens back, you know, those wedding dresses, the big ball gowns and all the beading and things that are on them. And it, I'm assuming it was probably white because they're usually white or ivory yeah. colored. And so yeah. there's a real history around that. And there's something that, there's something about the symbolism about that that I like. And and it's kind of, for me, white, purity, new beginnings, um, excitement mm. for the future, um, mm. feeling really feminine. I mean, even mm. though I feel sexier when I wear a low-cut top, you know, <laughs> but there is something very girly about those those wedding dresses. So it, it, it's a softer femininity. There's so a femininity Jane. that's another uh, facet of femininity. So that, that's yeah. where I'm going with that. So Jane, before during the break, we were talking about you bringing up um, – jewels that are older like inherited and this feels like a little bit of like something older to me like if it's my dream it's 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 hearkening back to like more of a traditional way so maybe can you say something about when you dream about like family heirlooms or like a gem that comes from something else or even a wedding dress that comes from like an older style Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah. think that we can sometimes get some ancestral connection coming through mm. in our dreams. And um, mm. an example would be, say you dream of your great Aunt Mary and she's wearing this brooch. And the brooch has a uh, green stone and a white pearl maybe and a, and a violet stone. So maybe it has like a emerald and a pearl and a or a diamond and a and a amethyst in it and so it's like oh there's just this little detail in the dream of something old and um in that example back in the suffragette days the mm-hmm. the brooches that the women would wear to signal mm-hmm. to each other that they believed in the suffragette movement which brooches were really huge back in the early 20th century um, it would be a brooch with a green stone, a white stone, and a violet mm-hmm. stone, which stood for give women votes. So mm. it's a hidden secret message within the jewel itself. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and I had a dream once where where I'm a little girl and I'm wearing this little sparkly blue stone around my neck. And, and I, I, I bought myself a little amethyst crystal to honor the dream because it really had mm. a lot of potency. And in that, and then I realized, even thinking about this years later, I remember that I have this light blue sapphire from my father. So, and I realized, Ooh. oh, there's some message in here about healing my father-daughter Ooh. stuff, right? Ooh. So, if I dream, if I dream of something that's a very small detail in the dream itself, it's like this little hidden. It's like looking at it through that beautiful microscope. Um, mm-hmm. it, what is what is it about that? So if I look at the beads closer in that in that wedding dress, or I look at the fashion or the style, or does it remind me of anybody in my family who you know? Ooh. So that that's some of the detective work you could do. Does it, Denise? I heard an ooh there. Does it remind yeah, you of something like a family mother, tradition? She had on a ball type of gown that nice. came out just tied around the waist and just really it, it came out in a ball style. Yes, she did. She did. So 
really didn't. I'm just anymore. So just to throw in the synchronicity, I was just writing um, a quote that Aspen Mattis, who I'm going to be teaching this Magic Zone class with, a quote from her book, Girl in the Woods, is something about, I took enough time on the trail to realize that my mother's dreams for me were different than my dreams for myself. And they were, and both were good. And instead of following her path, I'm I'm now following my own soul. So, oh, I'm covered in chills. So I feel like there's some of that that's happening in here. And and um, I'm, ooh, 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 this feels so good. So old, like inherited anything could be, and even though, Denise, you didn't say the dream was old, it was just the style of it. So it feels like kind of separating fact from fiction, what's been inherited versus who am I? So I love this. So really quick, Susie, I'm bringing you on and we want to hear what your takeaway is. And Denise, if you can throw in what your takeaway, how you're going to take this to the street, that would be great. But let's go to Susie. Are you there, Susie? I, I am here. Are you there? Yes, Hello? yes. Yeah. Okay. I heard a funny noise. Uh, my takeaway to the streets, um, it's like a mantra is necessary, I think, in this case, that mm. I know that I'm going through quite a few challenges. We all are. Um, I happen to be mm-hmm. going through a lot of challenges at the moment, yeah. and I think that my that my mantra has to be, whether I whether it feels like it or not, everything about this is made of jewels. Ooh, nice. It's made of jewels. Okay, that's a great takeaway, mm. by the way, to to cool. have to have a mantra that you chant. And uh, okay, so Denise, what's your takeaway? Do you have one that oh, comes to you? We have like two seconds. Something yeah. about um, I said something about cleavage and showing legs, but yet still this dress was conservative and white, and 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 I felt good in it. So what do I need to show something that it's not about what a person can see it's what's it's what's on the mm-hmm. inside type of thing yes going somewhere with that oh um, yeah amen sister no cleavage, you couldn't see no legs but i felt good i liked the dress mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if it was my dream, it would be about like, I'm being aware. I don't want, I don't want to marry this guy and I don't want to necessarily wear this dress, but I like who I am underneath it all. So thank you so much, Jane Carlton, for joining us on the show today. And thank you, Susie Plaxton. And thank you, Denise, for sharing your dreams. And Kim, oh my goodness, this is wonderful. Yourdreamingself.com is her website. Jane Carlton, thank you so much. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.